two, three, funk it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, another re-edition, re-edition? Okay, whatever, y'all know what I mean. <laughs> another episode of the, whatever you want to call a podcast with your host, your boy, your the guy He's going to talk a lot of shit. The guy is going to tell you about what's going around in sports. My opinions are surrounded around everything going around in sports. Uh, so today's episode, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. Of course, the obvious, I'm going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Atlanta Hawks game six. My picks, my predictions, my bold predictions, and what I feel about the Bucks overall as a whole. But before I get to all that, before I get to get to um, talk about all this stuff that I want to talk about surrounding around sports, I thank you guys for listening in, listening, and tuning into the podcast. If you want to go to the pod, uh, listen to further, uh, this episode or Previous episodes, you can go to the whatever you want to call a podcast on Stitcher, on Spotify, and also Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. If you don't want, if you can do, if you uh, don't want to do that, and you just want to tweet me about some uh, some questions or whatever, you can go to my Twitter at Marquise ninety five Sports M A R K E S E ninety five Sports, or you can also go to my Instagram at also Marquise. 95 Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E, 95 Sports, that's all together. Or you can go to my Facebook page at the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast Facebook page. You can tweet me, DM me about any questions around around sports. So now let's get it right into it. Before I get into talking about the Green Bay, oh, we also we got to talk about the Green Bay Packers too also. And some Green Bay Packers news. Obviously, you probably know by now that Aaron Rodgers did not opt out of his contract, so he most likely will play this season. You don't we just don't know when. But um uh for me, I'm just gonna I'm not really gonna talk about that right now. Probably I probably won't talk about this podcast. There really wasn't no big news. If Aaron Rodgers would have opted out, it would have been better news. But I mean, I'm like I said before, I'm really not gonna talk about anything surrounding around the Green Bay Packers right now because I already kinda got out all my anger and all my frustration about the Green Bay Packers and their ownership and how they're it's a bunch of bullshit. But um with Aaron Rodgers and his contract extension and also Devontae Adams' contract extension. I think they might sign him back anyways, but uh, Devontae Adams had a cryptic tweet. It was kind of like one of those tweets where it's like, what are you talking about? Like, it was it was kind of like in the lines of like, yeah, ain't nothing. Every, every, it was like, um, let me actually go to it, actually, matter of fact, so I can be correct on it. Um, So the tweet said, crazy, crazy, we never know what the future holds. I mean, it could be just nothing. Uh, it could really just be nothing. He could just be saying overall and just being encouraging to like some people or whatever, but it could just be like, because it could be just nothing. But I mean, right now with the contract extension and we're not hearing anything surrounding around Devontae Adams' contract extension and Aaron Rodgers going through his dispute, his dispute with um, the Green Bay Packers and their ownership with his contract extension. I mean, it's a little weird that he said that at that time, around that time. So, I mean, I'm not really going to put nothing to it because I don't really know a lot of information surrounding around that. So I'm not going to really get my so-called T around that. I'm not really going to say that in regards to that. 
But um, speaking of like what I'm, uh, what I have, I do, I, I do want to talk about it. I do want to bring up is this uh, Olympics thing, this uh, the Tokyo Olympics. These people for the Tokyo Olympics. I mean, at this point, it just my you might as well just say that you don't want us to win. It just because at this point, it's really it's irritating. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, it's been a several incidents uh, this past what week or so where it's been a lot of track stars that are the capacity win the Olympics that has been suspended and there's a lot of sh- shit that's been happening where the Olympics have been just uh, dis- disciplining them for like sh- simple shit, stupid shit, really. Uh, prime example, Shakira. I'm, I'm not a Shakira. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm, if you're out there, Shakira, Shakira, it's, I think it's Shakira. It might be Shakira, but Shakira Richardson, like this, this thing that's going on right now with that incident is just stupid. I mean, she got thirty days. She's suspended for thirty days now, so it went down from I think I don't know really. No, I don't know originally what it was, but it was like I think it was longer. But now it's only thirty days, a thirty day suspension, so she will be eligible to for like just even be in some incident. I mean, in some some uh events regarding the Tokyo Olympics, and it was just like for me, it was just, at this point I feel like. At this point, I, I feel like as a black person overall, not even a black man, as a black person overall, why are we still doing the Olympics? I, and I, and that's, that's my question out there just overall as a world. If you're just a black man I, or a black woman, I, I just want to know, like, as a as for me, as a question, like, why are we still doing the Olympics? Like, what's the point now? Like, I, I get that this is pe- some people's livelihood and they dream to do this and this is one of their goals probably to – to win a uh, win a gold medal at the Olympics, but at, like what's, especially what's going on now with our country and us not getting what we deserved and reparations and all that stuff, like it, like I just want to know like what's the reasoning? I get that some people want to do it, but other than that, like what is the or legit reason why you still like race or, or you still do the Olympics, even though you're the country that you're representing don't love you because they don't they they don't. All these other uh, groups, I don't want to step on nobody's toes, but all these other groups are getting what they want. The Asian community, the LGBTQ community is getting everything they want. But it seems like when black people, it just seems like for us, it's like it takes it just it, it shouldn't take that long because it's like, I mean, the evidence is there. And it's, it's I don't know, man. Like, I, for me, I do know, actually, what's going on. But at the same time, it just makes me. Think about like why are we that, and that was the re- main reason now why I, 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 because I had a chance to go to the army like early in my career, not my, my career, early in my age, like I was probably like eighteen or seventeen, and this is right before I um I had I think it was an army guy came to our my high school when I was like seventeen or eighteen, and they asked me like, do you want to do the army and you know, all that stuff, and this they have all these type of benefits to go to the army, and you get about two thousand dollars a month, and if you, uh, it was like two or four thousand dollars a month if you just part time or whatever, or you are like a reserve type thing. And I was like, man, I should do that because I want to go to college at the time. And I was like, man, I, this would be great for me. I can, I don't have to pay for college like that or whatever. So I'm like thinking, like, man, that's a good thing. And I actually were nearly close to even getting into the army, but I think it was something wrong with my breathing or something like that. I don't know. It's it's something regarding that where you have to get all like a thing. It was this thing where you have to breathe into it. And you have to get over like an eighty or something like that. If you are from the ar- if you are an army veteran or whatever, you know what the hell I'm talking about. But um, it was something like that. Where in regards to that, where I had to um, like 
go like get over eighty, like eighty percent or eighty something. It was like a number, like it was in with number was eighty, and I couldn't never get over. It, it was like always, always like at like seventy eight or like seventy six, but I could never get over eighty, and I end up just forgetting about it. And like, okay, whatever, I don't want to do it no more. And that was just something that I just wanted to try, or to like see if I want to do. Because at the time, I was like, man, I want to, I want to serve our country. Like I, I was, I had respect for our country at the time. Or I was misinformed a little bit. I didn't really know all, all the history about our country at the time. The, how much dirty shit they'd done to black people, and like overall as a whole, when we were in the army and when we came back from the army, I didn't really know a lot about that. I was a kind of misinformed, and now I know. A lot of the shit that w that happened in the sixties and seventies, uh, when we came back from the army, and when we were in the army, how fucked up it was for us in the army. We had to kind of pretty much they forced us to go to the army. Like even for example, Muhammad Ali, t like his career was almost over because they wanted him to go to the army, and they forced him to say, "Oh, yeah, well, you're gonna got to go to the army, or your career is over, or you're gonna suspend you for a certain amount of years, or whatever, send you to jail." And this man gave up his career almost damn near for that, just to not go to the, car, the the Vietnam War, which was some bullshit, really, if you really want to tell the truth. I mean, at this point, I feel like at this point, I just I'm over it. I'm over this whole I'm over the whole government at this point. I don't really and I don't mean to be like a political podcast today, but it's it got it, it's been sticking to me and. I know it's a sports podcast. I know some people don't want to talk about it, but it's it's getting too close to home for me not to talk about it. Um, and like this, especially with these Olympics, it's really getting irritating. Well, all these, it's and then it's like it's crazy that like she's the fastest woman alive, pretty much. She's the fastest woman alive, and everybody kind of claimed her as the fastest woman alive, claimed her as the fastest woman alive, and all this stuff, and she broke records. And all the stuff, and then out of nowhere, you just you find a reason for it not to be good. And it seems like it almost seems like, in a sense, they're trying to find ways to not let us be great. Which I mean, it always it always happens for us. They never let us be great. If it wasn't like, for example, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and them people have not gotten their reparations yet. I mean, they and it's like I think two or three survivors left, and they ain't got shit yet for that. And all you all we've been doing is just talking at this point. And that's why I just I'm at this point I'm tired of talking about what we need. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of like, oh, let's have a discussion. Fuck a discussion. You gonna give it to me or not? Like it's and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's that's that's how I feel right now. Fuck a discussion. I don't want to discuss shit. I want like I want you to give it what we what we deserve. That's at this point. I just that's where I'm at. I'm at at the, at the place where I'm like man, like I'm at the place where I'm tired of talking. I want to give us what our you know what the fuck we want. I'm sorry to cuss like that, but you know what the hell we want. You know what like what we need. You know that you fucked up our communities, and you it's been a system that's been set up for us for the fail, or not even for us to fail, but it's been a system for us to like, pretty much yeah, it's a system for us to fail. Like and it's and and the crazy thing about this system that is set up set us up for us to fail, we end up succeeding anyways. You put all these obstacles in front of us. You do shit like this, like this young lady named Shakira. I mean, yeah, not Shakira, but Shakara Richardson. You put obstacles like this and say, "Oh yeah, you you get suspended for thirty days for weed possess weed been in your system," which is stupid because at the end of the day, it does. It's a non 
like enhancement drug. I mean, not even a drug. It's really not even a drug, really. I mean, and only and you ever ain't you never have seen anybody overdose over weed. You saw, and most of the time, if it was, it was laced with something else. So for me, it's like at this point, and then think about it is even when I went, even when I went deeper in like the, the when I went deeper into this uh story, it even came out to where she would. The reason why she did it because her biological mother would had died, and then even on top of that, when she smoked the weed, it was in a state that was legal for that legalized weed, which even made it more stupid. So it just made it even more of a reach of like just trying to find something to, to mess her shine up. And then on top of that, it's other, another lady. I, I forgot what her name is. I'm actually I'm let me let check my research department real quick on that. The young lady's name is uh Brianna. Was, yes, Brianna's uh, Brianna McNeil, and she missed. It was for like an anti-doping thing with the world of athletic world athletics. Uh, she missed a doping test in January of 2020 after having an abortion. Then changed the date of the procedure of the medical form because she mistakenly thought that the doctor had gotten the dates wrong. So that just pissed me off at, at this point. It's like you knew she made a mistake, but then you just like, all right, well, we we gonna still we gonna still uh uphold the suspension. And then speaking of mistakenly, um, mistaking some shit. And I don't want to bring race in it, but I have to because it always is. It's always a bias between us, black people, and white people, and the crimes that we do and the crimes they do. It, it's it's been a history of that. So please just stop with the bullshit and say, "Oh man, you just you just you just saying something." No, the hell I ain't. I'm just not. I'm not talking outside of my head. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Sorry, I cuss like that, but I'm at this point I'm pissed off. But I mean, I'm at the brink right now of just irritation. There was a lady by the name of Shelby Hollenhan. Yeah, Hollenhan, a middle distance runner that has been known to win races. And she got caught, basically, accused. She got accused of uh, having uh, steroids in her pork burrito. And she, no, how, no, let me say it better. She got accused of steroids. Well, she got accused. She actually, yeah, accused of having steroids, uh, using steroids. And her excuse was, oh, yeah, I had a pork burrito. I didn't know. And it was just like, okay, that don't make sense. Like you, if, if you're going like, so say if I go to Chipotle, I'm supposed to know. I'm usually if you're knowing that you got a race in a couple of weeks or whatever, and this was two weeks ago, and don't, then nobody had no smoke for her. Everybody was like, oh, whatever. Just like, we ain't gonna really say that. But then as soon as she, uh, this young lady, my name is Shakara, she, yeah, Shakara Richardson does something. Everybody was like, oh my god, she shouldn't have did that. But then Shelby does it, and it's like, oh well, she just she did it. And all she got to excuse is pork, pork, a pork burrito. How the hell? That's a dumbass excuse. I'm sorry. That's just the, that's the most dumbest excuse ever. The the most dumbest excuse ever. A pork burrito, really? Really? A pork burrito? Like, come on, come up with some better, come better shit than that. Come on, be better, bro. Be better. Don't don't lie like that. A pork burrito, really? Come on. And even if it was in the damn burrito. Don't you supposed to ask if you got a if you have a race in a couple of weeks or you got an Olympics in a couple months? You supposed to add. You must be for sure with that. You supposed to say, okay. Do this got steroids in it? Like if you're, and that's my that's that's how I I would think about it. Okay, I would if I would to know that okay they got still might have steroids in it. You would ask okay do this have steroids in it? This pork root has steroids in it? okay yeah it does okay I want that that you can easily ask that but they don't and then it's, it's at this point like I said I know I I see the hypocrisy in this whole the race. I mean they trying to find some. 
I don't want to bring it up. I I know y'all probably y'all probably know what the hell I'm gonna say, but I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to get canceled. I mean, I don't get fucked really at this point. If I get canceled, I, at this point, I really don't care. I mean, you can't cancel somebody that's great like me. I you just can't. But it's whatever. But um, let's go on to another subject. I don't really want to talk about this no more because the more and more I talk, I talk about it, the more and more I get pissed off about it. So I'm just going to go on and talk about the Milwaukee Bucks in this game six, this pivotal game six. I mean, this game is it's probably the most important game for the Milwaukee Bucks in in its entire history right now. We are one game away from the NBA Finals of going against the Phoenix Suns, and we're going to be going against the Phoenix Suns with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and all them firecrackers on their team. And we are, like I said, we are one game away. And we're in Atlanta. I know it's going to be wild. It's going to be ruckus. It's going to be loud. It's going to be doing all that. It's going to happen. But the Bucks can still win. If they play the way they played, they play the intense game they played. I, I believe, actually, I believe this game is going to go the same way. I, I believe the same way as the Phoenix Suns versus the Clippers game in game six. I think the Phoenix Suns, not the Phoenix Suns, but the Atlanta Hawks are going to play well. It's going to be close a little bit. I think the Bucks are going to have a lead, but it's going to get close a little bit towards the end, like close to, close to the third quarter because I think I believe that the Atlanta Hawks are going to have some fight because Nate McMillan is not going to let them just go down go down without a fight. And they're going to give a fight off ultimately, but I think the Bucks are going to just be too much for them. Let's see if Brooke Lopez has another. If he and he, really, he really doesn't have to have another 33-point uh, game. If he does it, I think the Bucks are winning this series. He, I mean, just winning this game easily again. I mean, and then if Drew Hottie has twenty five and thirteen again, it's, it's if he already if he has twenty and ten again, it's they're not losing in this game. Because most likely, if Drew Hottie has twenty and ten, most likely he's assisting the ball, and most likely he's assisting it to Brooke Lopez or Bobby Porter's or some other person, and they're balling. So I believe if the Milwaukee Bucks win, and like I said it before in my last episode of my podcast, this is uh. The win or lose this series is all going to be up to Drew Holiday. If we win this series and we go on and win and win the championship, it's going to be because of Drew Holiday. How far Drew Holiday can take us, and I'm not saying Giannis is not an important first piece, but Drew Holiday is also an important piece. He's the guy that when Giannis goes out and when Chris goes out, he sets the floor, he sets the tone. Especially now with Drew with Giannis being out, he sets the tone immediately. Last game, what he do the first time first. Play he did what he do posted up went in the paint got an easy point and that set a precedent that set a tone that entire game that we are going to be going in the paint every time what happened they went in the paint every time Lopez had thirty three points a career high uh, uh, Drew Holiday Chris Middleton also went in the paint well I said Drew Holiday already but Chris Middleton went in the paint or paint the entire game had some uh, clutch threes I mean they did everything last last game and they don't have to shoot. The thing about the Bucks is what I get irritated about is the Bucks don't have to shoot a lot of three. They're so dominant in the paint to where that cancels it out. If the if if, if the uh, Atlanta Hawks get 15 threes up and they make 15 three, if they get like 30 threes up and they make 15, and the Bucks get some paint points and they at their paint points are like 70, most likely the Bucks are going to win this series because most likely they only need a couple open shots, a couple open shots for threes, and they make half of them. They're winning this series. They're winning this game, actually, not even the series. But when they're winning this game, if they shoot seventy, if they sh- uh, go have at least seventy points in the paint, which they could, they nearly did last game. At least have seventy points. The, I'll say fifty at the least. Fifty points in the paint. For the most part, if they're do- that dominant, 
most likely they're going to have a lot of open open uh, lanes. They're going to have a lot of open uh, open shots because at the end of the day, I believe that they're going to double. They're going to have to eventually double Lopez or or Bobby Portis or even Drew Holiday. I think and they did that though last game where they started doubling Drew Holiday because he was just so dominant in the paint and he was so it was at a, at a certain point it just got too easy for Drew Holiday and that's I think sometimes in a sense the Bucks get bored sometimes. And I think that's what they need to not do, especially when they get to the finals. And I already, I'm already calling they going to the finals, but like that's what they need not they don't need to do is get bored. It, and then sometimes it feels like they get bored and us just going in the paint and dominating the paint. So they just kind of like, oh, let's make some threes. And that's how you get the, the Atlanta Hawks back in the game. And that was the reason why the Atlanta Hawks got closer and closer to the and got closer and closer and, and all up end up being a game because the Bucks started making threes. And they was missing them a lot of the times. It wasn't open. It was contested some of the times. It was open some of the times, but some, a lot of them were contested. Contested threes uh, or, like, threes that you shoot off right away, like, you, that you shoot right away. Or even, even with threes where it was, like, a lot of time on the clock where you could have drained some time at the least and then make a three or whatever. And the Bucks didn't do that, and they just let them creep back in the game. And they don't – with the Hawks, I, I believe with the, with the Hawks, especially this game, I believe they're gonna give up early, and it's not even gonna be their, their fault on their fault of their own. It's gonna be because of the Bucks. If the Bucks get so dominant, especially in the first half, if they're so dominant in the first half, this series should be, this game should be over in the first half easily. If the Bucks come out with the same fire, the same intensity, this series is over, and this series is gonna this game is gonna be over at halftime. If the Bucks come out dominant in both for the first quarter and the second quarter, this game is gonna be over at halftime because I believe. At least the Clippers had guys. You had guys like Reggie Jackson that damn near couldn't miss. You had guys like PG that was on fire the last game, and then you had guys like uh, Marcus Moore that chipped in their their points, and you had Demarcus Cousins chipped in some points also. But with the Atlanta Hawks, they don't really have a guy that you like, okay, we can rely on this guy. I mean, you could say Bogdanovich had a good game, but that happened late. I mean, and then at the end of the day. If I'm the Bucks, I'm like I'll let Bogdanovich go off for for twenty or thirty. Just, I just don't want nobody else to go off for twenty or thirty. I mean, that, and that's the thing about it is with the Atlanta Hawks, they only have a few guys. Lou Williams can go off for twenty or thirty, but he really didn't have a good game, and he can be guarded. And at a certain point in time, you can just make him a liability on defense. He's good offensively, but defensively, he can start being a liability because once Juhadi start posting him up in the paint, it's like okay, you got to pick and choose. Do you want to? Let me let one of these guys like Bobby Porter's or Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, or even Chris Milton post up and get some coverage, and you get beat every time by him. Or do you want to double and have a and then have the uh, choice of either going and doubling Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, or Bobby Porter's or uh, Brooke Lopez, or having an open three for the Bucks? So it's like that pick. It's that, it's that lose lose situation with the Atlanta Hawks. So. And I think the Atlanta Hawks, the only way they will win this game is they have to have they have to come out with fire the next this game, which I believe they will. And they and Bogdan has to go off for like a KD type numbers, like forty eight, and he has to have like forty eight points. He has to be like damn near seven for ten from three. And also, Clint uh, Butler has to have a double double. He has to have like a twelve and nineteen the game that he had before. Same thing for John Collins. He has to have like twenty five and ten. Lou Williams has to go off about 25, 25, I'll say 20, 25 points. They others have to, and all the bench has to add up to about 
I'm going to say 15 to 10, 10, I'll say 10 to 15 points, probably 20 points at the most. Like they have to go, have to, it has to be a team effort. If they don't play with, because at certain points of the game where I saw in the game when I rewatched it multiple times, is that when the Atlanta Hawks get down so much, sometimes when they panic, they start playing solo ball. They start playing iso ball and they start just like, okay, give it to Bogdan and let him dribble. And then it messes up the, first of all, that nut, it has no rhythm at all. It's no ball movement, so it's not – ain't nobody really – it's just really, okay, I can, if you're like Drew Howdy or Chris Milton, you're like, okay, I don't really have to guard a lot of people. You could, you don't really have to focus on – of course you have to focus, but at the same time, you're like, okay, all I got to do is just rain protect, make sure he doesn't get past me. And then if Brooke Lopez or Bobby Porter is in the game, all you telling them is, okay, don't let them get an easy point. If they if you foul them, you foul them. If you don't, you don't, and you play, play uh, solid defense. So for me, that's what – I think the do's and don'ts for the Atlanta Hawks if they want to win this game and in uh, extend the series, but for the Milwaukee Bucks, it's pretty easy. Like I keep on saying, I'm gonna keep on saying it. It's so easy, it's hard for the Bucks. This series, this 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 uh, game should be easy. It's, I ain't gonna say it should be easy because I think Atlanta Hawks are gonna come out with fight, but this should be easier than the simple fact of the Bucks. All they have to do is dominate in the paint, and they're winning this series. I mean, just winning this game. They dominate in the paint. They're winning this game easily. They're winning this game easily if they average about if they get about seventy points in the paint. They're at, they're winning this game easily, easily. This game they're going to win this game probably about fifteen if they play well. If they play like well, I, what I believe they play. They're going to play like they're going to win this series by they're going to win this game by at least fifteen to twenty points. That's that's what I believe, and that's why I'm still that's what I'm sticking to. But I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I thank you guys for listening to um. And tuning in to the podcast. Um, I'll see you guys next episode when I go over some talking about. I'll talk about the NBA Finals, even if it's the not the Milwaukee Bucks and it's the Atlanta Hawks versus the Phoenix Suns. But we ain't got to worry about that. The Bucks are going to win tonight. So um, I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.